Spark your entrepreneurial pursuits with our guests' best-kept secrets for growing their business and healthcare practices. Get the how-tos that host How Out PR uses to win record sales for business owners and managers. This is BusinessWorks. This is an historic moment in your life. If you are a manager of a business or professional practice, or you're an entrepreneur, your clock is ticking. Are you? Welcome to BusinessWorks. This is Hal Alpiar, and we're here today to talk about your clicking, ticking clock. <laughs> okay. Um, keep your eyes on the road if you're driving right now, but if you're just staring at your desk or your computer screen, mm, serious, turn around. Just, just turn around. Just, just turn around where you are. Take 10 seconds and look around you. 10 seconds. You can do that, right? You can shut me off for 10 seconds and put me back on. Scope it out. Look at what's behind you. Go ahead, I'll wait. I'll talk while I do, while I wait. What do you see behind you? And do you all of a sudden hear or smell or taste something that you didn't notice when you had your face buried in your screen? <laughs> the kids have their faces buried in their mobile phones, and um, right now you're probably in your screen. Well, the odds are that you hate or are afraid of looking behind you. Why? Because doing that puts you in touch with the awful or the distant or the useless or the sad or the irrelevant past. Perhaps your unconscious mind is simply trying to get you to be so busy racing for the finish line, you have a no time for that excuse for avoiding intimacy with others or with situations or with yourself. So, you may be acutely aware or the other extreme completely unaware of your clock ticking. But the biggest question is, are you ticking? Are you so absorbed in making the most of every minute that you lose track of what you're actually doing, where you are, what you're looking at, what you're hearing, what you're tasting, what you're smelling, what you're feeling? Do you spend so much time looking so far ahead of yourself so often that you forget about eating or sleeping or using the bathroom? Do you push yourself to achieve so much that you lose track of appreciating what you have already made happen? It's one thing to be independent and self-sufficient, and yet quite another to barricade yourself into a brain-numbing tunnel of private pursuits. Some, some scientists may be, um, but great entrepreneurs are not, and have rarely been seen as hermits. Working in a vacuum, by the way, makes it hard to breathe. 
Besides instinct and all the hustle traits we hear about, the cornerstone for successful entrepreneuring is successful networking. Referrals come from networking. Ideas come from networking. Strategic partnerships come from networking. Marketable product and service enhancements come from networking. Investors come from networking. Sales come from networking. The contacts we truly need in our lives come from networking. Hermits don't network. No, social butterflying is not the answer. Engaging with and helping others with their pursuits is a great thing, but if you don't make a point of learning from such experiences, you are essentially helping others from a position of weakness. And that's not much help to you or to those who win your good intentions. No one can function as effectively by herself or himself with running a business, a family, even a career as he or she can with the support of a network. Now, we're not talking about Fox News or CNN or one of those things. We're talking about a personal, private network. Business and professional practice people, physicians, physical therapists, nurses, they exchange business and professional practice ideas by email and text messages and on sites like LinkedIn and Referral Key and Merchant Circle and Alignable to help one another start, grow, expand, downsize, revitalize, and reinvent. But nothing replaces face-to-face and telephone voice-to-telephone voice for effective networking. So the solution is simple. Stay grounded in the here and now as much as possible. Deep breathing helps. We've talked about that before, and you can go look at other podcasts, and you'll find that on them. You'll find uh, self-control, self-breathing, deep breathing. Telephone and in-person network whenever humanly possible. Telephone and in-person networking. Do that whenever humanly possible. The challenge is in disciplining yourself to build these practices into every day. Three days of consistent effort can turn your life around. Three weeks can turn it upside down. Okay, so get going. You can do that right now. You don't need money to do that. You don't need anything to do that except an inner drive to make things happen. And this, is, this applies to big business, small business, your own business, whatever that may be, to entrepreneuring The question that we are bringing to the surface with all of this, besides when your clock is ticking, are you, is very simply three words. What's your focus? And and so if you're working for a big organization, we're going to address that. If you're working for a small business or a professional group practice, 
we're going to address that. If you're working for your own business or your own professional practice, we were going. We are going to address that, and um, we're going to we're going to talk about each of those. What's the secret for each of those? If you're working for a big organization, we're going to start with that, and then we'll probably will take a little break and come back and talk about small business professional group practices. If you're working for a big organization and flirting with someone down the hall, for example, or in another department, married or not, don't fish off company docks. <laughs> it's the best advice I can offer because edgy socializing undermines your business focus and your stature in the organization. Others do not want to understand that. Odds are you and your job will dissolve away before you know it or collapse overnight. Unfortunately, the only ones who do not believe this are blindsided by their own pursuits. They simply don't believe that a, quote, stolen, end quote, kiss, or a pat on the butt or a slightly too long handshake could possibly interfere with a bonus, a promotion, uh, but aha, they do. Work flirtations are never hidden. You cannot keep them secret. They dislodge your focus on getting your job done and exceeding management expectations. Think for just a minute about being the boss and having expectations of those you've hired to give their all and be 100% focused on doing their jobs. What's your focus? The secret? It's all about balance. And we are going to talk about that when we come back. And before we leave you for this minute, um, I just want to say this is very important to me and I know it is to probably all or most of you. And that is to say thank you to our first responders, to those who, who, who just give of themselves and their lives and their families to, to help, to be available, to show up when they're needed. Um, you know, we've had a tremendous display of first responders in this uh, pandemic period. And, and it's just, um, it, it's enheartening to me to see so many people willing to drop what they're doing and give up of themselves and their time and their families to help others. And, and it's going on all around us every day, and that's a fantastic thing. And it certainly is a way to, it's a stepping stone to help you get focused, and start paying attention to where you are and where you're going. This is a historic moment in your life if you manage or run a business or professional practice. It's an opportunity. So we're going to come back with more. And um, when we do, I will just also mention, and I will say this again later, 
please don't hesitate to contact me with any questions, ideas, suggestions, um, whatever it is. Just chit-chat is fine if it's about business, of course. You can be, uh, you can send me an email, hal, H-A-L, at businessworks, with an S on the end, dot U-S. And uh, I'll be very happy to respond to you. Just put 941 in the subject line. Welcome back to BusinessWorks. This is Hal Alpiar, and we just finished up talking about the secret being balance. So that's the secret to um, getting your focus. Get focused on your, on your job, on what it is that's important. And the secret is balance. It's about balance. Now, we talked about working for a big organization. Now I'm going to just tell you that if you're working for a small business or a professional group practice, it's your job and it should be your focus to do whatever you can to help grow that small business that has shown good faith in you. Your focus needs to be able to do whatever it takes to make things work better and to do whatever it takes to make customers, clients, patients, patient families as happy as possible every day, not just on Tuesday or Thursday, every day. None of that happens if you are constantly preoccupied counting the minutes left in the workday, the work week, or until a holiday or the weekend comes, or vacation. None of it happens either if you show up for work with your backpack or briefcase or pockets filled with upsets that you've left at home, or with a relationship or social commitment, a distorted focus can quickly and quietly distort your ability to think clearly and focus clearly. What's the secret? <laughs> Again, it's all about balance. So we talked about big business and if you're working for a small business and now if you're working for your own business or your own professional practice, bless you. <laughs> bless you, dear entrepreneurs. But the trade-off here is even more pronounced. You are the business and the business is what? You. Not everyone can succeed as an entrepreneur, but keeping your energy and attention focused as much of the time as possible on how to launch and feed and grow your own business or professional practice will take you a long way, I promise you. The bottom line, though, is that you simply cannot be 100% focused on where you want to be headed all the time. That's just not realistic. You got to where you are because you wanted more freedom. So, take more freedom. Working your brains out doesn't grow your business. Making the most of your freedom by channeling it in directions that are as productive for you and yourself as they are for the business creates a focus that's balanced. Balance is the secret. And only you know how to balance yourself. Okay, so you've got the messages that I don't have a magic answer. You have it. You just need to think about it more. Take some more deep breaths and pay attention to you and what your strengths are. Focus on those. You will be able to do what you want to do if you focus. All right, one of the ways to focus, and we're going to take a... a, a, a 
number one, really, number one business and life lesson from the world of sports. We've all had a rough time with sports in the, in the last few months here uh, because there basically hasn't been any, you know, and it's a tough thing to get restarted with all that's going on. But there is a lesson from sports that is still being practiced even while sports are not on TV and the games are not being played. And that lesson is, and it applies to your business and it applies to your medical or healthcare practice, keep your head in the game. Those six words, keep your head in the game. That's the number one business and life lesson from sports. How often have managers, coaches, trainers, captains, team physicians, and frustrated fans yelled this to players um, on infields, on tracks, trails, rinks, Irene, <laughs> arenas, arenas, I know Irene too, arenas, courts, courses, rings, pools, gyms, diving boards, ranges, lakes, oceans, mountains, lanes. <laughs> What's the hidden message? Here it is. Pay as much attention as you can every split second to where you are and what you're doing. In a word, what? Focus. Easy to say? Sure. But here's how to do it. So, if you're on the receiving end of this six-word shout, keep your head in the game, you take deep breaths to help yourself stay alert and tuned in to what's going on around you. Every blink of the eye. Why? Because the minute you let your mind drift, yes, that's a choice you lose. The circumstances or a competitor will gobble you up and spit you out. So, in, in six words there, keep your head in the game. Hmm. That's true. Well, how do you keep your business growing and going forward? How do you keep those who work with and for you tuned in? Financial rewards, by the way, only work up to a certain point, and then they take a backseat to challenge and inspiration. So how do you keep those who work with you tuned in and feeling valued? You learn as much as you possibly can about what? About yourself, about what makes you tick. It's different than everyone else in the world. What makes you tick is different than everyone else in the world. A lot of people may have similar instruments that make them tick or things that make them tick or situations or family or friends or places that make them tick, but nothing is quite exactly the same as it is for you. So start with that. Start, start getting there by learning as much as you possibly can by taking three or four deep breaths. You've heard me talk about this before on a number of shows. That will help you. Three or four deep breaths will help you keep your mind and your ears open and your mouth closed. Oh, my. See this proven four-step approach on, on uh, putting the stress management question, are you breathing into your face, into your tab? Uh, search it into your search window, or you can find it at businessworks.us. You can go to my website. You'll find there's a little window at the top on the homepage in businessworks.us, and it has a place to put topics or subjects. Well, I have probably 2,500 blog posts there over the years. And if you put in there, 
are you breathing, you'll get the step-by-step instruction. Are you breathing, question mark, and, and then click on it. So that's businessworks.us, www.businessworks.us. And then the question in the little box on the homepage, are you breathing? And you'll get the article will pop up. It's a step-by-step, very simple, very quick little um, formula that works. Um, then, Then the next thing is to ask friends and family what they observe as your greatest strengths and weaknesses. Ah, but don't debate their responses. They are, they are well-intentioned even if the answers are dumb, <laughs> okay? So instead, just smile and say thank you. Write it down, yes, on paper, and yes, with a pen. That brings a much bigger personal and physiological commitment than a keyboard, I have to tell you. Physiologically, you will retain more if you take the trouble to write it down on a piece of paper. Stick it in your wallet, carry it around, put it somewhere where you see it all the time, and you can change it as time goes along. It's, it's, you know, it's just a reminder for you, and if it falls out of your wallet every time you go to pay a bill, <laughs> it'll remind you. Don't even think about what is said by these folks until later when you can be alone and give your notes your undivided attention. So you make the notes, put them away, wait until you have some time alone. Your awareness alone of what others think can help you over the tough spots and serve to productively challenge your forward motion. It's a whole lot easier to keep in your head, to keep your head, pardon me, in the game every day when you pay closer and more frequent attention to your breathing, to your perceived around you strengths and weaknesses, and to a constantly changing index card with keynotes, the basis for your ever-changing business and life goals that you keep in your pocket, your purse, or your wallet for reference as you wash your hands or park your car, take a lunch or a water cooler break. Sports lesson number one, keep your head in the game. And sports lesson number two, go for it. So with that in mind, my suggestion is to take a look at that Are You Breathing article at www.businessworks.us on the homepage, little window, and just put in Are You Breathing? And you'll get an article I wrote uh, some time back, and it gives you the steps. Very simple, very easy. It's not a hard thing to do. Remember that your breathing controls everything. It controls your pulse. It controls your heartbeat. It controls your attitude. It controls your ability to take information in and process it. It is in total control, and you are in control of it. It's the only thing you have complete control over, and it will over, over, uh, over, <laughs> overrun everything else. It will help you to make the most of all your other uh, great values. All right? With that, I say have a wonderful day. Uh, thank you again to, um, to our uh, first responders. And remember that this is a historic moment in your life. You've been listening to Business Works. Download your favorites and keep up with new episodes in the Hints and Oakley Podcast Center.